0: You're listening to the No Shot Podcast, where we discuss sports, true stories, and mental health. Brought to you by True Victory Apparel and Radio Influence. Let's get after it.
1: Welcome back to the No Shot Podcast. I'm your host, Santa, with my co-host, T-Mike, and Chopstick.
2: What is going on,
1: y'all?
0: Mm-hmm. What's going down? It's Team Mike. Yes, that again. (laughs) That's going to be on every episode. So on today's episode, we love to keep it diverse. And we love to have really fun, entertaining young athletes that are really growing in their sport. And we got one for today's episode as a guest. Today, we got a young athlete who's a pitcher, a collegiate pitcher, who's going to tell us her story. The adversity, the good things, the bad things, all the above, and what it takes to continue to climb that ladder, regardless of the things that are trying to slow you down. We got Maddie Hamilton on deck. Clap it up Woo. for the kid. Oh, yeah. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. She oh, said, hey, y'all. Yeah, the y'all. <laughs> I would love it. Very dope. So, Maddie, first and foremost, I got to jump right into it just because I'm greedy like this. I heard you got a couple of nicknames. How
3: about you riddle I them do. off? Yeah. So, my parents call me Linda. because Sometimes <laughs> what? they call Listen, me Linda. Linda. Listen. Pretty much because I'm hard of hearing. I call it selective hearing. Um, <laughs> I call <it> selective hearing. <laughs> they call me ham, pork chop, ham bone, any type of pork products because my last name's Hamilton. So, it just makes sense.
0: Everybody loves
1: ham. Wait, ham. don't they call you Mad Ham?
3: They do. Oh. That was my nickname in high school Mad Dog.
2: Mad Cow Disease.
3: I <laughs> Haven't heard that one yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is it because you're always angry, Matt?
3: <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: She's like, yeah. That's it. Uh, so, so, Mad. Those nicknames are absolutely phenomenal. Which one do you like the most? I kinda like pork
3: chop. <laughs>
0: Why pork <laughs> chop?
3: Because like a chop. Pork it's like, chop. <laughs> I absolutely
0: love it. That's absolutely phenomenal.
1: Uh, uh, Everybody was Kung Fu Fighting. That that song just entered my head. Kung Fu Fighting. Yeah. Everybody
0: was Kung Fu
3: Fighting. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I have
3: socks
2: that literally have a pig doing karate, and it says pork chop.
3: He <laughs> should
0: have worn them, <laughs> Maddie. You need some of those socks.
3: I do.
2: My sister <laughs> kind of stole them from me, but it's fine.
3: <laughs> my sister steals my socks too. It's
2: okay.
1: <laughs> so or it, stole them from her. The, I don't the struggle's
2: know. real.
3: And we're getting off anyway, topic. We're getting off topic. topic. So,
0: Maddie, college softball. What position do you play, kiddo?
3: So I'm originally a pitcher. I also play outfield and I also play first base.
0: Mm. Absolutely phenomenal. Mm. And currently, what collegiate team are you playing for?
3: I'm playing for a Christian college called Carolina University outside of Winston-Salem, North Carolina.
0: North Carolina. All right. Now, that's a beautiful area, isn't
3: it? I love it. I've finally experienced like a fall. Like everyone talks about like fall and like the leaves changing. You have seasons? Yes. It's like so. (laughs) I remember like walking out like during like workout and it was like seven o'clock in the morning and like the leaves started falling and I'm like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because here, it's like, it's still green. It's like green leaves. Yeah. There's yeah, all leaves. Yeah, we have leaves.
2: hot summer, and cold
0: summer. But where is here? Where are we right now? Um, Florida. 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 Yeah.
3: yeah. Tampa, Florida. I, I thought
1: North yeah. Carolina, wait, North Carolina, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I thought they had two seasons, like three days of summer and winter.
3: No, it's completely different. I've experienced no, like Canada. 30 degrees oh. weather like in October. <laughs>
0: yeah. Really? 30 yeah. degrees weather in October? 30 degrees. Goodness. That's
3: insane. They're like, it's going to get cold. I'm like, there's no way. It's October. I'm like, it's still going to be like 80 degrees when we wake up. No, it was 30 degrees. Wow. (laughs) So with that in mind, Matt... Go ahead and tell us
0: your story in regards to your softball journey. Let's start it off young. And were there any other sports that you were interested in while doing that? And make sure that your mic is real close. All okay. right.
3: So I started out playing softball, but, like, I also played soccer. I played basketball. I did cheerleading. I did volleyball. But softball somewhat, like, stick throughout, like, my whole life, from, like, the t-ball era all the way up until high school. But, like, mm. once I got to middle school and I had, like, friends, I'm like, I want to try a different sport. I did, like, one year of cheerleading. Cheerleading. I did volleyball my whole middle school, high school career. I ran cross country for a race. And I also did soccer.
2: Wait, so, a race? You did one and then you were like, that's it?
3: I did because it was like during COVID. And I got like COVID twice. Like Ooh. I got quarantined twice. So I was gone for like a whole month and a half.
0: Oh, so it wasn't because oh. you just disliked it or something. It was because dang COVID no. punched me in the mouth. It
3: did. It was insane. Like our protocols for school I I ran cross-country for my best friend. So my best friend was a senior, and, like, for three years, she she ran it by herself, and they called it Cross Courtney. And I always, like, (laughs) felt bad. So her
0: name was Courtney? She was always by herself?
3: I did. I felt so bad. I'm like, I'm going to run, like, your senior year with you. And I told her that. And I said, well, I'm not just going to run it by myself and her. I'm like, I'm going to rally a bunch of middle schoolers, because, like, they'll listen.
1: (laughs) So you guys, like, all ran?
3: We did. We weren't good, but like, it's about the memories we had. Yes,
0: memories. I love it. But wait a minute, we got to go back right there. I know this a side comment but you're telling me there was only one athlete on the entire cross country team.
1: Yes. But was she like, was she like getting after it?
3: She was pretty good. I think she was like, she always like was like top ten. Wow, Cross
1: Courtney, shout out Cross and Courtney.
3: <laughs> that's
1: five. She was the only leg of that team.
3: Oh, she was. <laughs>
0: So with that in mind you played a lot of Seven. different sports. What drew you to softball? And why did you decide to say you know what I really think I want to take softball to the next level?
3: It's just like my parents both played it. My parents played baseball. My dad played baseball. My mom played softball My dad went to baseball for like college for baseball. So I was like I could do that and like, that looks cool so
1: Yeah, and did you always play in the Ville?
3: Um, I played a little bit in Tampa. I played a little bit in Spring Hill, uh, Wesley Chapel area, but like Brooksville, I played like two years there.
2: Mm. All right. Okay. So and then so going from you know playing in the ville, I'm sure you did a little bit of travel ball. I
3: did. I played and, out of like a team out of like Wildwood area. It's oh, called yeah. Tri County. Oh yeah.
1: Yes. They like, they're all about softball out there. Yeah.
3: So dope.
0: with that in mind. I know the softball experience in the travel world can be quite daunting. There's a lot of of ebb and flows in youth sports like that. So give us kind of your experience with your travel career before you ended up signing with your first collegiate school.
3: So, like my—so, Tri-County, we were a bunch of rednecks. Like, we were Mm -hmm. like—
0: Just throw it out there. We
3: were. We were like, we're here for a good time, not a long time.
0: (laughs) Oh,
2: that's a vibe right there. Here we go.
0: Now we're talking. <laughs> we,
3: were, we were like, we were going to play. We were, we were scrappy. We weren't like, we're not like a big like, travel ball organization. We were just a team. We just wanted to play. And like we liked each other. We all hanged out outside of it. Like I met my best friend, Ashley, who's a catcher, who also went to me with my first school. That's how we met. And she was like, been my catcher for at least five years.
0: Mm. Wow. Wow. So you built some amazing relationships and just enjoyed the process. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, I know a lot of people say within the narrative, travel ball means you're taking this seriously and you want to do something collegiately with it. Was that kind of what you guys were trying to do or were you just flying by the seat of the pants?
3: Um, I would say like I was trying to get recruited through travel ball, but it was just so like, how do I get recruited? Because a lot of people from my school, like we didn't like they didn't they stopped after like their senior year after their senior season. So we kind of had to like reach out to people and be like, how do you get recruited?
2: So, and you, uh, so you played in high school, you played for HCA, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, so yeah, not a lot of people get any attention at HCA, No, so. they don't.
3: Yeah, they go like to like the bigger high schools.
2: So, you really to. exactly, who did you reach out to to find this information?
3: I would say like Trainer Mike, um, the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the World
0: Wide Web and Trainer Mike. And Trainer I love Mike.
2: it. I love That's, it. that You got put on the same
0: level as the uh, World Wide Web.
1: Like, yeah, you seem like you're in pretty high esteem. I'm
0: that <laughs> dude. I'm that dude. Awesome. So with that in mind, let's move the conversation a little bit more forward when it comes to the travel experience. Travel ball, like you said, can be crazy. It can be daunting. It can be frustrating. Oh, yeah. Through your travel ball career, we're not mentioning names of teams or anything like that. How many different teams did you play for?
3: I would say three since mm. I started playing travel ball since, like, 13.
0: You know what? Mm. Honestly, Matt, that's not a lot. No. I'm thinking, there. I know, I know athletes right now that are literally on their seventh, eighth, ninth team.
2: Oh, yeah. That's oh yeah. normal.
1: Yeah, because like
0: the travel ball
1: is so, oh, man, like you, you just switch around so much because mm-hmm. like there's teams like, oh, we, we want you over here. You know, we can we can provide you with these things like we can give you a little bit more than this team's able to give you. And it also depends on the relationship you have with the coach and the players and, and things like that, because if, if you get like disgruntled with a team or players, then it's like, all right, I'm going to look for something else.
0: I totally agree because I can imagine it's difficult to have great relationships with all the teams, especially when you're maybe coming and you're going. So, what was that experience like for you when it came to your travel ball world situation?
3: So, when I wanted, like, when I was getting really serious after COVID about like recruiting, like, I need to find a school, I took a break from Tri County and went to a different team. Like, cause this team was like, yes, we're gonna get you in front of coaches. Like, we're gonna get you recruited before like your senior year of high school. I'm like, okay, let's go. So I did that, and then I really didn't fit well. I'm like, I don't know if I really want this. I'm like, I like none of the schools like we i was being put in front of is like schools I really wanted to go to. So. Mm. Okay,
0: so the option was there. It's just the schools that you're interested in weren't really the options they could give you. Right. That makes sense. So did you find yourself moving from team to team to try to find one that could get you
3: in the right place? Um, I would say yes and no. It's just like, I just feel like there was better options like I could do for myself kind of. Mm-hmm. So, so what were those options? Just like, I thought like maybe if I reached out to schools I want, if I go to like these exposure camps that like I, that all the schools that I w- wanted to were there and maybe talk to them and like, just like. Not like by myself, but like not in front of like all these other teams that like are like power fives, like so I thought it'd be better.
0: That makes a ton of sense to me, so you put it all in your own hands. Kind of Kind of <laughs> okay, so.
1: <laughs> so like, did they reach out to you? like what happened?
3: so i I did reach out to a couple of schools. I did email them. I knew a couple of kids from my hometown that went to these schools. And they're like, once they saw like, my application to, like, these schools, they're like, hey, like, I know this girl. Like, talk to her. Like, she's, like, good. So.
2: So what were your your schools that you had in mind? What Where were you trying to go?
3: Any, like, D2, D3s. I was trying to go out of state for majority of it. A lot of schools I liked were out of state.
0: Why? What's wrong with Florida? Florida's to awesome. To get those seasons, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How dare you? No, I'm joking. Go ahead. Why? But why out of state? That's a very interesting question.
3: I always felt like I feel like I can grow better as a person and, like, find my own, like, identity as, (laughs) like, if I move out of state and, like, from my parents. So I wanted, like, a sense of freedom. Okay. A lot of, like, the schools I wanted to go to had my major and what I wanted to do. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Yeah. So So when picking schools, was it more, you know, just to get out of the states? Was it for the softball? Was there, you know, like you said, you know, your majors, like— what would you say was the biggest priority in your school?
3: Finding a team that was, like, family-like. Finding a coach and players that cared for me like them. Like, I wanted, like, a close connection. And, like, I really wanted a good school for academics because softball will end for me in a couple years. Like, I won't always play softball. It always won't be there. I won't go pro for that. So I wanted a school that was going to help me with my academics that would get me to, like, the workforce.
0: Mm. hmm hmm now, okay. that's valuable.
1: So, yeah. like, what are you majoring in?
3: So, I'm doing a major in criminology of a minor of an American Sign Language.
1: Wait, wait. So, criminology, uh, like, investigating, like, cases, like, with, like, I don't know, murder? Or like, like, uh, like, Did what is... Did just
0: say murder?
1: Like, uh, when I hear criminology, I think of, like, the ID network.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh,
3: man. Pretty much. I <laughs> she says pretty much. much.
0: <laughs> yeah, for the most part. But you said
2: sign language in there, like... You know, explain what does that mean? Because
0: that's an interesting coupling.
3: So like the deaf community doesn't have a lot of people to like speak for them. Like that's one of like the biggest groups that come in when like their crime does involve. And there's like no one that could speak to them. Mm -hmm. And I want like people to feel like they can be talked to instead of them have to like write on a notepad. Mm -hmm. Because like you're not going to build a personal connection. You're not going to build a trust with that person to get information out of.
0: Now that's Mm. extremely interesting. That's the first time I've actually ever heard that reasoning. Wow. That's, when, when it comes to. I didn't yeah. even
1: know that was a thing. Like, mm. I guess you kind of give them a sense of humanity in a way. Right.
0: Well, it's a sense of connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like our sponsor, True Victory Apparel. If you aren't perfect, this is the perfect brand for you. If you've ever struggled, if you've ever failed, if you've ever been the underdog, if you've ever doubted yourself or been doubted by others, this is the perfect brand for you. If you want to get better, be better, and make our world better, this is the perfect brand for you. Founded by U.S. military veterans and first responders, True Victory is a sportswear and streetwear brand dedicated to building everyday champions on and off the field. We're not simply a company, we're a cause. Our purpose is to transform lives and elevate humanity through the power and unity of sports, positive stories, and serving others. Our hope is to one day be the world's most trusted, inspirational, and generous brand. We're dedicated to the game, the grind, and the globe. But most importantly, we're dedicated to you. That's what it means to be always true. Go to www.truevictory.com. Once again, that is www.truevictory.com to get the dopest gear on the planet and once you get there just like maddie hamilton's been there you will use discount code aaron solano that's a-r-r-o-n-s-o-l-a-n-o at checkout thank you true victor for sponsoring the no shot podcast santa send me back
1: so uh, after you made your transition from like high school to college like did you did you have any like Doubts Like, oh, should I be here? Like, uh, man, like, there's people that are, like, so much better than me.
3: I did have doubts. I was, like, is this really for me? Like, do I, like, can hang with these people? So that was, like, kind of, like, what I, like, was thinking. Like, am I really that good to be here? I'm, like, bricksville is such a small area. It's, like, mm. a little, That's... like, like, I'm a tadpole in this huge, like, pond in the world. And I'm, like, I moved up to my first college, and there's all these different girls. And all these different people. And I'm like, do I really belong here? So I also, like, struggle with a little bit of self-doubt in myself. So,
1: so like, you, you went from, like, being, like, a really good in Brooksville to, like, being, like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, the competition out here is, like, so much greater. Like, did that also, like, push you to get better?
3: It did. I find my goal was to try to find something to get better at every single day and try to find someone to, to compete with every single day I could. Mm.
1: So, uh, uh, wait, fo- follow-up question. Were there people on the team that were like, all right, you, you can do this. Like, they they were like, all right, yeah, you, you're like my my rock. When I'm having trouble, like, I go to this
3: person. I would say my catcher and a girl that transferred in, like, halfway through the school year. So, like, Ashley, like, my catcher, Ashley, we were like, we're going to push each other every single day to become the best pitcher and catcher duo out there. Like, when we step on the field, we want people to be scared of us.
1: Mm. Oh, Wow.
3: Try that in
0: a small town. Oh, my God. See oh my God! you make it there. Oh. No.
2: Mike singing country. That's a
0: Dirk. Uh. <laughs> no, so with that in mind, I absolutely love what we just talked about there. Now, before we go much deeper into the transition from high school to college, why did you choose pitching? Why not third base? Or are you playing multiple positions?
3: I am playing multiple positions now at school I was and I was at currently. I just like pitching more because I wanted to be like in control and like I just like being in the circle. Like I like the pitching mentality. I like the strategy behind throwing pitches. I love sequences. I love playing with a batter's head and saying, If I throw a fastball, you don't know what's coming next. Like you might be expecting a change up but I'm gonna throw something different. I like to frustrate people and I like to get into people's heads. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I absolutely love how she sounds out. like I, a I criminology major. I not that's not a little dark, but it's <laughs> dark.
0: <laughs> no, but I love the darkness right now. The reason why, it's because that's the exact mentality you want from an athlete in that position. Yeah. Because for just as much as they get praised, they also get yelled at. Mm-hmm. They also get blamed for. And if you're willing to take on both ends of that stick, that makes you more of a dog than anyone else on the field. So. So, <laughs> use your words, John. I'm trying, I'm trying to use your words. So,
2: you know, we've heard many times that, you know, we've had, you know, guests on the, on the show that have talked about, you know, friends and teammates that have helped them. But they all talk, also talked about a certain coach that really pushed them. Did you have a certain coach that you can say was that, that guy for you, that girl for you?
3: I did have a coach at the beginning of the year during fall ball that would push me, but she got fired.
1: Dang! What?
3: She got fired before Christmas break. Say that louder into the mic again. She got fired before Christmas break. That's That's brutal. So how? Like she got fired randomly. Like we didn't know what happened. Honestly, I was off campus when I got like the text, like, "Hey, we're having a meeting right now," and I was at Cracker Barrel. So I was like,
0: (laughs) "Of course, she was at Cracker Barrel."
3: I was hungry and I was like, "I really want some biscuits," so I skipped chapel to go chapel for some biscuits. Yeah.
1: We,
2: we are truly southern here, that's yeah, for sure. That's how
1: you know you're from the ville.
0: I skipped chapel for some biscuits, y'all. That's what we do here on the podcast. Send it. So yeah.
3: So I got a text while I was inside Cracker Barrel and they're like, Hey, come back to campus now, we're having a meeting and like they wouldn't tell us why we were having a meeting, who was it for. I walked in after leaving. And it's our whole team. It's the deans of the school. It's the woman dean. It's the men's dean. It's the dean of students. It's the president of college, the college. The vice president. And I sit down, and we have to start this four hour long meeting. And all they would tell us is, "Your coach has been fired."
1: Oh. so she wasn't even there. She
3: wasn't. She wasn't allowed. And they had to. From what the rumors were, she was escorted off campus after they told her she was fired.
1: So y- you didn't. Wow. You never found out. No like
2: that's you know that's really got to hurt you you know this is around christmas time too so it's the right after fall ball so going into spring i'm assuming you got a new coach you know that that had to take place right how how did you and the other teammates react to losing a coach and getting a new coach right before the next you know season
3: everyone was really hurt everyone was just like what happened like what can we do how do we bounce back from this like issue and so we were like, okay, we're going to come in like with an open mind. I came with an open mind. Some girls on the team knew of the guy they brought in already. And they're like, just give him a chance, give him a chance. And I said, okay, I'm going to come in with an open mind because that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. So,
1: now, Were there any players that left that were like, yeah, I'm,
0: I'm out?
3: We did have one girl that leave, but she had a lot of like family issues back home. And she's like, I don't think this is for me. So she left okay. for that reason.
0: I understand that. That makes a lot of sense. But I can imagine the morale of the team must have just fallen to the floor because the one coach that you probably really connected to just got dumped and pushed out. Right. But that's brutal. But we're going to add on to that in another episode because now we have trivia. trivia. We have trivia, trivia. And Santa's not even prepared no, for no, 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 trivia. No, no, no.
1: I, I got it. I got it. Uh, I got it. I'm to pull it up. Uh, all right. And he's
0: not prepared for trivia, but keep the music rolling, trivia. A-town. It's, I appreciate it's, you. It's, uh,
1: it's
0: loading. All yeah, right. of course. He's all all right, really okay, all right. I got it. I
1: got it. All right. How long is a ASA softball game? All right. A one hour and fifteen minutes. Two hours. One hour and thirty minutes.
0: Ooh, I think I think I know the answer. But we're going to go to Mad Ham first. What you got? What you think?
3: I'm gonna say hour and 30.
0: Okay.
1: How about you, Chop? I'm going with Mad Ham. Hour right. 30. I won't cut you off this time.
3: Thanks, Santa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Real talk, I believe in the ham bone. Let's go. Hour 30. It's
1: an hour and 15. No! I can't I can't I'm picking today. I'm taking the dubs today. <laughs>
2: Okay, so that's well, it's not real a- easy if you already know the answer. Josh. Well, yeah, yeah, no,
1: no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. It's like a competition. For me, it's like a competition. Like, yeah, you have the I- answer, I with so the you win. <laughs> no, no, no I, I come up with the question and I try to get you to get the wrong answer.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah, it sounds nice. like a blackjack dealer. It sounds yeah, terrible. The
1: house always wins.
0: And we're moving on. All right, Jen Pub. Jen Pub. So, Maddie, we need you to tell the general public why it's so important for parents to help their athletes grow when they experience adversity moving from one level to the next. Send it.
3: I'd say for like my parents, they were always like push me. They're like, you can do this. Like you're good enough to play the next level. They're like, we're going to push you. We're going to help you. Like we're going to send you, like we're going to work out with you. We're going to hit with you. We're going to pitch to you like but like you have to want it. like we'll meet you halfway but you have to give in the effort with us and I'm very thankful for my parents because my parents like they like they really believed in me like when I didn't believe in myself at all when I'm like I'm done I'm tired like I don't think I can play college ball they're like yes you can like you got this like they're always like right by me they're like we got this like we're gonna push you and I'm so glad like to have that push in my life because now it has brought more just from softball into like the person I am working, the person I am as like a family member and a sister and as a daughter. So I'm really thankful for that. That's absolutely phenomenal. This has been the No Shot Podcast
0: brought to you by Radio Influence, True Victory Apparel and Hillside Productions. Let's go ahead and roll it up. Nah, throw the screwball, Maddie. See you.
1: This has been the No Shot Podcast. Go check out the brand at truevictory.com and then go support the cast by rating us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.